Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 27 of the Frenchy Foxy Potty. I've called it that before. I don't know what episode it is in. If you can tell me what episode I called it the Frenchy Foxy Potty, let me know. Besides episode 27. Today we have Will. What's up, guys? Dylan. What's up, guys? Oh, yeah. Dylan, do you want to explain? Give uh, a little disclaimer. What are you talking about? Explain what? Your Your voice. What are you talking about? My voice? What happened? And I am Augie. We have a fun one for you guys today. So sit back, relax, strap in, oh. and uh, keep your arms and legs inside the podcast at all oh. times. <laughs> Woo! Roll the intro. French Fox. French Fox. Yeah, 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 French yeah, yeah. French Fox. French Fox. Yeah, 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 all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time for since we last spoke. So, Will, you've told me that you have a new fan submitted uh, uh, intro. Yeah, I don't. I don't have it on um, like my phone or computer or anything. They just oh, they no. told it to me. Oh, and I just know it. Okay. Okay. Ready. So okay. can you introduce since we last spoke one more time? Okay. Uh, just just for context, um, last week we got an uh, awesome fan submitted since we last yes, spoke. Yes, super intro. awesome. Um, yeah. And so if you have any f- intros that you want to, that you make or whatever for any of our segments or segment you want us to do. I like the Simpsons um, intro. Besides head to head, then then send it to either any of like at French Fox Prod or like French Fox Prod at Gmail. Either one of those works. Or me. Uh, or Will. Yeah. Like this one is. So, uh, exactly. Will, now it's time for Since We Last Spoke. Since We Last Spoke! So, last time. Is so that last, it? Yeah, that's is that it. it? It's oh, short oh and okay. Sweet. Okay, it's nice. Do you like All it? All right. Shout out to the fan who submitted that. Yep. Do you have a name? Or, uh, um, God bless, bless you. Bless you, Augie. Thank you. Anonymous. Do you, have, do you have, Oh, anonymous. Not any anonymous. The. Oh my gosh, the, the hacker group? I thought that they were like disbanded or something because they a, said we're going to take down Trump when he's elected and then they just kind of didn't. It's actually just one person. You'd think it's a group, but... Is it you, Will? Classic. Oh, I'm sorry. I exposed you on the French Fox. Oh, on man. the French Fox So since we last spoke, you all know how it works. We catch up on everything that's happened since we last spoke on the podcast. Who's got one? Who's got it? I've got one. Go, Will. This past Thursday. Yep. So... What okay, so a week before you're listening to this. Exactly. Um I went to a Lakers game. No, with, you didn't. Yeah, and you know who was there? Who was there? Augie. What? What? Augie was there. You That's took me? I took you. Oh. And you know the game That's so sweet. The game yeah, itself I was, I was there too. No. No, Dylan wasn't there. Mm. The game itself was not very exciting. Um what was very eventful was the drive there. Oh, Game starts at 7.30, driving downtown in LA. Los Angeles. Oh, no. You do us dirty. It's like, we should have had enough time. It said with traffic, it was going to take us like an hour and a half to get there. We're going to park at 7, get in, do everything. Augie is GPSing me. He's directing me. And it seems like we get off the freeway like way too early. And then every single place we go. (laughs) Oh, my God. A special guest. Oh, no. Someone didn't close the door correctly because because uh, one of one of the dogs in the house just pushed it open. Just just pushed it open. Broke it down. Um, so I you think, mean office? Yeah. Sorry. 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 <laughs> Someone didn't lock the office door correctly because a, a crazy fan <laughs> ran in. Ran in. So where was I? Barking and licking. Well, didn't do any of those things. Just kind of. It's kind of trying funny. to give context that it's a dog. <laughs> oh well, it was a dog. It was a canine. Um. So. Augie is directing me. We get off the freeway. If you've ever been to Staples Center, it's a mess. You get off the, we got off the freeway a little early, and he just keeps making me take these unprotected left because, turns. You know, Waze and a lot of like different direction things, but like Waze especially will take you on the worst, most painful route just yep. so you can shave off a half of a minute. Which got me thinking. I mean, of course, Waze, it was unfortunate. There were a couple accidents, like some serious accidents with road closures. So that's why it took so long. Um but it made me wonder if Waze like directs half of its drivers one way and half another way to, you know, kind of dilute traffic. Like that'd be smart. If I mean, it I did. think it naturally does because when it directs all, everybody uses Waze, so it probably just makes traffic heavier. Right. But what I'm saying is, like, let's say there's two ways to get there. You can take yeah. freeway or surface streets, and 
they're both the same amount of time. If Waze directs everyone to take the freeway, oh, the freeway is going to take longer. It intentionally still puts people on the freeway when it's telling other people it's shorter right now to take the other way. Right. He's I wondering don't think if it like splits up the traffic. Yeah. Like, let's send 50% this way, 50% this That'd way to smart. eliminate the traffic. Right. That's what I was wondering. I have a question. How does traffic like start oh. on the freeway. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I think that like who's not moving at the front? Like how does it start? Okay, okay. So there's there's two ways. One okay. is the obvious way, you know, there's an accident okay. or a road closure, someone a lane. Someone just gets bored and stops their car. Yeah, someone gets bored and stops their car. I've done that a couple times. So yeah. those are more of the like the freak things. But. Yes. Okay. So the best way to think about traffic is to picture school just gets out, yep. the bell rings and every kid rushes towards the door. No kid just stops in the doorway, right? Right. right, but you—it's still you can't just immediately get out. There's kind of like a line you Bottleneck. have to go and exactly. So it's so, like when a lot of cars enter the road at the same time. Exactly. People so, slow down so and picture, then it just causes picture a long stretch of just like a mile long straight road, and uh-huh. at the first like stop, the very beginning, there's an on ramp. Okay. Yeah. So cars are getting on in the on ramp, and then immediately after, there's an off ramp. So you have cars who have just gone on and are trying to move to the left. Cars who have been on and are trying to move to the right. And just ahead, you have even more cars coming on. Uh, so what's happening is all of the cars on the right are trying to get to the left, and all the cars on the left are trying to get to the right. So it literally is like someone is stopping. I, Augie's giving me like whoa. it's boring. No, I'm just I'm just I'm like gonna, I'm trying I'm to trying take to it in. It's, it's because crazy. I still feel like they would move at the speed of traffic if everybody's just moving at. The I speed guess it's of just like little things off. start off like just uh, just one person breaking just a little bit oh. to like get behind a car to merge. Yeah, like results in like just a person behind them breaking and then two people breaking behind those people. Funny enough, I heard about this on a podcast. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Oh and my god, he he had his own he has his own name for it. It's called like a traffic bubble which is the idea that if the car in front of you breaks it sends back this imaginary bubble and if you get caught in the bubble you also have to break and it goes it could go forever it could sometimes it stops right away like the car in front of you will break that's how uh, rear ending happens on the freeway it's like the the thing where the reaction time is a little bit less for every person that has to break suddenly Kind of more, more of the sense of like if the car in front of you breaks mm-hmm. and suddenly you hit the bubble and you don't break that's when you'll re- rear end them oh yeah 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 but like yeah about, yeah no kidding. It's cra- Every little amount breaking. Or think about when you get over and suddenly the car behind you maybe has to slow down for half a second, right? And they honk at yeah. you because you just cut them off. No, no, maybe. <laughs> well, sometimes. Oh, uh, that's just we, had a couple, we had a couple of close that's calls driving. Me. Yeah. I have a, but how can you not? True. Fair point. You're not driving if there's not almost an accident. <laughs> so uh, true. I have a... I, have a uh. I mean, I know that my voice is painful, so I'll make it brief. But I have... Too relevant of a story to tell. Uh, I wonder if I've... Please cut me off if I've told this one before. I, don't I will. Think I have. Don't worry. Yes, I know you will. Um, but I was at a water park with my family, and my dad was... I was going in his car. My cousins were going in the car with my mom and my sisters. And this was a few years ago, so I didn't even have my permit yet. I think I'd had it, and then it expired is what happened to me. Um, so I hadn't driven in a really long time. Was not legally able to. But... My dad had that terrible thing that happens when you get sunscreen in your eyes, except for as he drove, it got worse and worse to the point where, like, he was losing vision sometimes, and then it would come oh. back. So he was like, <laughs> wait, oh. wait, wait. I have never experienced that. I think he was sunscreen? having, like, an allergic reaction. Okay. Uh, it must have been an extreme I've had allergic thing. reaction to sunscreen. It sucks. Yeah. So he was in so much pain, and our options were basically, we're three hours away from home, and our options were we stay down here or... That I drive us home, so that and I had done water park is pretty much three? any freeway driving. Well, it was with traffic. It's not okay. like literally right, three okay. hours. I think it was. I forget which one it was. I'm not even gonna try. Raging waters. Probably yeah, the one. Probably the one connected to um, not Hurricane Harbor. It's not. Yeah, a, no, Hurricane it's, Harbor. It's, it's, it was a smaller one. It's like oh, separate. Really? It's its own thing. There's oh, no okay. theme park. Raging yeah. waters. I think that might be what it was. I love but Raging anyway, uh, we yeah, it was a good park, <laughs> but then. So we decided I was just going to drive. I mean, I'd taken the classes. I hadn't done much freeway, but like I, I know the rules of the road. That is terrifying. And it was just really, really scary because the, all that stuff that like you know in your head but is not like implemented yet, so you still have to have that practice, was just all of a sudden flying at me. Like that traffic bubble you were talking about, that's what reminded me of it, but there's so much stuff like that or trying to keep pace with people on the freeway and knowing when to merge and blind spots, and I like got such a headache. But I it did is, make it. And it's wow. also, there's the extra fear of like, if you get caught, like, oh, yeah. You know, like you're then literally like, driving illegally. I will never be able to get my license. Oh, my yeah, dad yeah, might yeah. go to jail. 
Yep. And it's like, it's also scary. Like you feel it's that kind of thing where when you are expecting something to happen or you're worried about something happen, you're so much more aware of it. Yes. Like I'm trying to think of oh, a good example. Like one time I was, I don't know if this is an example. <laughs> I might've actually talked about this on the podcast. Stop me if I have, but <laughs> oh, I, I um, found out that my, like my dad had to take my car in the next day because like my, airbags were faulty or whatever and I was dry. I just like vividly remember I was like driving to Panda Express to pick up food for my family and just every time I had to make like a left turn or something I was like be careful <laughs> if anything happens exactly these airbags are gonna take me out exactly like if if yeah. your dad had never said anything about the airbags uh-huh. it would have been just a perfectly normal yeah. drive but it's, that's, exactly. About it? yeah well exactly. there's like the, it, it kind of ties in Somewhat, it's more just like a connected, interesting thing. But there's, it reminds me of that uh, psychology thing that's like, I forget what it is, like phenomenalism or something like that. Oh yes, yeah, phenomenalism. The, where it's, I, I don't think that's what it's called. Yeah, but it's something like. I that. have a lot of phenomenalism. Do you know what? Because I'm oh, so nice. Ism. But um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Whoa. Dylan. Okay, Whoa. I'm turning off Dylan's no. mic now. <laughs> But basically, it's this theory that I think, I, I don't know if it's proven, but it's very, it feels very accurate, where it's just, when it's the thing that people always talk about, where also you see things on Facebook that are advertised based on something that you were recently talking about, and I do believe that they listen to you, but it also ties into a theory that if you are thinking about something or you expect something to happen, then when it does happen, your brain will automatically say, this is a situation that is all tied together. Whereas if you hadn't said anything, it might have still happened yeah. the exact same way, and it just wouldn't. Oh, have right, I think right, right. I think you're talking about confirmation bias. Yeah, that is which true. Is like, yes. like, have you ever noticed when you learn a new word, suddenly you hear that word a lot more? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like phenomenalism. That's not a word. <laughs> Please disregard Steve, that. Steve, Tim, can you look up phenomenalism? There was there was a, a different term for it that had phenomenon in it, but I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> Steve, Tim, give me that one more time. Want me to look up for monomalism? <laughs> Are you mocking me? <laughs> I was trying to. I couldn't get up there. Wow, Dylan, that's cold. That's mean. That's... Oh, Steve Tim just left. No. Well, at least we still have Steve Kim. Anyways, um, uh, wait. I feel like we were we were talking about something. Confirmation bias. Oh yeah. Uh, I've talked about this many a time. I love that people listen to me. Oh, oh, yeah, like I with your technology, it. and then you're like, yeah, you always are like, yeah, I want those golf balls. I love <laughs> <laughs> many times. All right, if cut me off if I've said this before, guys. There is a national emergency. Does anyone else have a since we last spoke? Mm, no, a national emergency at the border. No, no, worse. The Canadian More border pressing issue. Can we guess? E-scooters. Oh, don't get me started on the e-scooter. E-scooters have sent hundreds of people in Southern California to the emergency room. Wait, what? For the context. Context, yes. So this is huge in Southern California. I I bet it's branching out in other states and stuff too, but it's really big in Southern California. They started out more in Santa Monica and they're branching out from city to city. It's like uber but with like an electric scooter you 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 pay uh there's just they're just lying around all over the the sidewalks and you see one you have the app there's one called bird there's one called lime one called like there's an uber one that's like uber go or something and you have the app and you just like i don't know how it works but you are basically paying like 15 cents a minute on uh to use the bird and go around the city um but of course, people are stupid and getting sent to the ER. They go pretty fast. Now the machines finally rise up to destroy us. Is that it? Also, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to only be allowed to drive them in like a bike lane street thing. Yeah. But people do them on the sidewalk all the time. And my mom said she was out uh, on like this bike path in like at the beach. And there were a bunch of people um riding like those like birds or Ugh. whatever and there was a, a like cop just waiting just <laughs> ticketing so many people well i was in san diego wow. on this very famous stretch of beach um and the, everyone like it was a thing like there were people every like five minutes walking distance with different stands and i think one of the strangest things about them is the kind of new 
Um, if you're familiar with the gig economy, it's like jobs like Uber, Postmates, which is like new new jobs that wouldn't necessarily be a full time job. Okay. Um, and it's creating new jobs in that market because they need to get charged. And oh, they, I'm glad you brought this up. People like you, they will hire you to literally just go grab like I don't know if the battery detaches from it or if you can take it like into your house and charging it. But the problem is people are spending more on their electric bill for charging it oh, than oh, they're being funny. paid. Wow. And I think this was maybe an older problem that they're fixing now, but that was one of the big problems they're having with people to get them to charge them. Yeah, I know because I know people, basically how it works is like, yeah, you you like depending on how many birds you get and how many you charge and like where you place them after you get in a certain amount of money mm-hmm. for doing that. Whoa. So I know people who would just like go around and just like pick up ones and there's like standoffs between people as they get to, <laughs> to as they get to one. And it's like, who's going to take, I also bird? feel like it's kind of funny how they spread. Cause if you think about it, it's not like someone rode from San Diego to Los Angeles or Santa Monica to LA. And now suddenly like more and more people are riding, like the company releases them in certain areas. Yeah. But it's funny that like, you know, a couple, it's like maybe a month ago, my dad took a picture of like outside his window and he saw, he could see one from his window on the street. Oh, He's like, they're bird, coming bird box. And he literally, and now like two months or sorry, two weeks after that, like they're literally everywhere. Like where I work, kids, <laughs> kids, where, where I work, I, the cheesecake factory there's a very clear view to the entrance of the mall and like eighth graders love them they I just didn't ride know there them were birds in our Wait, area i thought you had to oh, have a yeah. license i mean you probably do but you can just you know it's just an app how do you prove you have a license you know you just put in a no fake... you don't have to oh oh yeah like a license yeah Driver's okay license, i thought you were yeah. saying like you have to get bird certified no, no, no. no. birdified you need, <laughs> you need to be able to drive which i th- always thought was a really good rule but if they don't make that a thing where you have to prove it but if they can do it through their parents thing account then there's no enforcement yeah that's true or you can literally just lie about your birthday so see now i'm completely anti-bird because now you're giving people vehicles that move really fast and are very dangerous, dangerous. and don't know how to drive i like the idea kind of like great idea it kind of like takes out traffic maybe a little bit oh, maybe yeah. maybe you live like too far to walk but maybe there's not a bus stop close to where well, you and live it's electric so it's really uh good for the Environment, yeah. yeah. Oh, the planet loves that stuff. Oh, yeah. Planet loves birds. You know, the pro bird. These are the it, birds. The scooters mm-hmm. are one thing, but you know that birds like that fly around are actually con- like made by the government. Oh yeah, no since kidding. The, since the shutdown, no birds. I haven't seen it. Well, now the government. I haven't seen. I haven't, <laughs> now they're back. I haven't seen a single bird until the government reopened a couple days I ago. I still haven't. I, don't, I, I think never thought about it slowly. that way, but. Even you guys are right. A lack of birds. Yeah, did you see a single bird even on the internet? No one and saw did, a bird. Did you notice that suddenly um, the internet stopped listening to you? Because that's how they do it. The birds fly above your head, above Little your house. Birds. Like, yeah. Literally. Did you notice that suddenly Alexa turned off? <gasps> do you know this is a real conspiracy that people believe that birds were created by the government? I believe that it there is are people weird who I believe don't anything. Remember seeing a bird. Because people believe that the earth is flat. And that's ridiculous. How Can do you, you know? Prove that it's not? Have you ever been? It's been proven so many times. No. It could all be. The thing is, you can never convince someone once they believe that's in a conspiracy yeah. because literally the reason that you believe it's true is their reason that it's not. Like yeah. we would say, like we have pictures of the earth and like done by the government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I firmly believe like I'm nowhere near believing that the earth is flat, but in general, with conspiracy. Hold on. Hold like on. That, Hold on. How do you go from, I don't believe the world is flat, but like, what are you going to follow up with? Like, well, I think the world see. is a cube. No, I know that I, I believe firmly in what like NASA says about the world. Bless you. Sorry, I'm sneezing all over the place. <laughs> in the mainstream idea for what the world is, like a, a sphere. But, God. but, here we go. In general, with conspiracies like this, it does always make me think. And it's the same thing with like, History, we've talked about this, I don't think on the podcast, but just in conversation, that there, it's something that's so weird because there's so much that we take as proof because culturally there are things that are accepted as proof, but then it's like the only real proof of something for yourself is seeing it, and even then it's not really proof, and it's just kind of a trippy thing. But I guess you take what you can get. Kind of like Plato's allegory of the cave. What? Kind of like... I'm not that smart. Purple Play-Doh that I eat for dinner. Okay. Play-Doh is really salty tasting. With a nice glass of glue. 
<laughs> Elmer's glue. Should I tell Plato's story? Yum. Plato's allegory yes, of the cave. Do. So the Super Bowl what? is coming up. <laughs> and uh, you guys have any opinions on the Super Bowl? Any feelings? The Rams uh, should not be in the Super Bowl, but I'm what? sure I'm glad they are. Why? Are you, right. Why don't? Why should? Why not? There was a. I don't know if you know this. There was a very um, controversial play. Oh, with the Saints. Yeah, that yeah. was. And yeah, but. I think I saw today four of the refs, or all four of the refs, were from Southern California. But, yeah. but the exact same thing happened with the Saints to the Vikings. I'm a Vikings fan. Um, but the oh exact God. same thing happened with the Saints to the Vikings a few years ago. The Vikings were going to go to the Super Bowl. This is completely separate, but the same year when they were paying their players to try and take out Brett Favre and like the players on the Vikings. So this wasn't a few years ago. So this is a little more. Yeah, than, the this only is a little th- more than that the, is a few years ago. The only time I've seen Brett Favre yeah. on TV is commercials for razors. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, a, so it's, like, he's, he's been coming. out. He's been out for he's a like, bit. It's he's, been he's, a hot second. He stands up at a press conference. This is a Brett Favre commercial. Stands up at a press conference and goes, "I'm coming out of retirement," and everyone snaps cameras for shaving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a big, Yikes. You know? uh, um, but anyway, they basically the exact same situation happened where pass interference call really controversial. Uh, again, and it was it made the Vikings lose. I think maybe the difference is Saints players were literally trying to take out Vikings players. Where I don't think this. No, but it's unrelated. They still Vikings still probably would have won, but the pass interference made the difference. Let's put the foot back in football, make kicking legal. <laughs> yes. yes. Football. Um, but, um. Oh, where I was going to end that is not that the situations. I like. I don't think that a sport should be decided by like. Well, they did this back then, but that was that's just. I was leading into saying that it seems to be that as a league, the decision is even if something is discovered after the game, what's called in the game goes. Yeah, that's so while it might be unfair. Yeah, and also like just ref calls, there are always bad ones and they ebb and flow. However, this one was a historically bad one. And I think Um, something I was thinking about is that throughout a season, you could even say throughout a career for like certain teams or certain players, you get enough calls against you and calls in your favor right. to where mm-hmm. it evens out. Yeah. And, you know, of course there are some cases where you have players or teams who always get lucky calls or you have players who like always get the bad break, but you know, it's just overall, I think it's yeah. pretty even. And I think, I think the reason they just stand by what happens in games and they don't change things because then that sets a scary precedent. Like, Oh yeah. What, what can be changed? Seems corruptible. Yeah. And it's a, uh, I think it's it's fine because, like you said, there are also good calls or it goes well for one team always even when it's a bad call. So it's like it's just part of the game, I think, at this point. Like that's a part of the game of football in the National Football League is that there might be a bad call. Look at that sports talk. So just let's go non-sports. Do you guys have a favorite Super Bowl ad? Because the uh, ads are just as big as the game I, for oh, a I lot of people. Most disappointing ad last year was, and then I'll go to my favorite ad uh-huh. of all time. Go. Most disappointing ad last year was um, Dilly Dilly. They had this whole big buildup yeah. for like we have this great ad coming Wasn't for Bud funny? Light, and it like it you know it was, I thought it was fine. It was, yeah, yeah, but, but like what what do you expect? Like it's not like actually Game of Thrones. It was overhyped. Like, I think for example a really <laughs> a really funny ad. It was I think minorly amusing. I think commercial is gonna be overhyped. No, but it there's no been commercial that will live up it to a been, hype. No, there have been some so really I think, funny commercials. I think an example of a really good. I don't even know if this was Bud Light, but it had to have been a super long time ago. Maybe one of their first ads that like I remember at least seeing. Um, it was there's a sword fight going on between two knights. And one of them hits his sword on the table and the camera pans and there's like there's a Bud Light and the director like yells cut. And he's like, what is this Bud Light doing? And he's like, well, it's, it's product placement. You know, the more Bud Light we throw, the more Bud Light pays us. And as the scene progresses, there's more and more Bud Light until all the <laughs> knight's armor is made of Bud Light and they're fighting with Bud Light canned swords. And That's it's, funny. It's oh, a really funny one. Really funny. That's not my favorite of all time, but Whoa! I'm just saying. What's could, your favorite? Give it. It's a series of commercials that started in the Super Bowl maybe two years ago when the new Prius was coming out oh. about the cops and robber chase within, really like in, the, in yeah. the new Prius. And the idea is the the getaway driver brought the wrong car. He brought a Prius. He brought the new Prius. Uh-huh. And the cops can't catch him because he never runs out of gas. And then the <laughs> cops, this you know, that's one ad. Then the second ad is they're still on like they're still running away. And the ad ends with the cops. They have a new plan. And the final ad is the cops now also got Priuses and they could finally catch them. <laughs> nice. And it becomes driving. I remember that one. It becomes like a national like yeah. talking point. Like it's like, like on the news, like heroic Prius still going after days on the road. Yeah. That's it's funny. so funny. It's a good one. I love the hamsters in the Kia. Oh, bar so good, so <laughs> oh, funny. That's like that's the they equivalent. Dance. That's it's it. so good. It feels like 
Skrillex, like that. Th- it's not to related to Skrillex, but it's like that. Are you cute. firing shots at Skrillex? No, no if it, you don't no, like scary monsters and it, nice it's sprites, not that it's bad. I love that song, but it, that commercial with the hamsters makes me feel like someone playing Halo and drinking Mountain Dew and listening to Skrillex. So me two years ago, me right now, yeah, and Dylan currently. <laughs> um, yes. I was gonna say that Augie, that ad is the equivalent of a poop joke. Whoa. Can <laughs> you know it's true? It's so fun. <laughs> fun? It's so fun. I was there's like YouTube videos where you can watch interviews with the people that make the really successful ads, and the people that made uh, some of the some of these ads and have like poop jokes and stuff are so confident about their genius in designing these jokes. They're like it's like yes, it's funny, but like is it smart? <laughs> like, I, poop jokes. I don't know if the humor is smart. Poop jokes will always be funny. Commercials are a, a difficult art, I would say. I could yes. easily no make, commercials can be smart. I could yeah. easily make a Super Bowl commercial. Oh yeah, what would you do? All Let's right. say it's for a drink. What drink? Uh, an energy drink. Okay, get me Kylie Jenner. Get me cops. Get me an egg. Hold on. So we got our cops. We got Kylie Jenner. Get me the energy drink. Get me some tired protesters. Okay, this is just yeah. this is this is literally <laughs> oh, no. okay. This is just okay. a real ad. This okay. is this ad has already been made. And didn't it get a lot of coverage? Uh there you go. There's no bad coverage. No bad coverage. Unless people boycott your company. No bad coverage. Yeah, that's true. Um there's no such But a boy can't a boycott can't last forever. I mean, look at Cuba. There's no what? <laughs> we, we, we lifted our uh, embargo. embargo. We're boycotting Cuba. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> so I wanted to say because um, Coca-Cola is not playing an ad during the Super Bowl this year. They're playing one like before no. the polar bear, which is much cheaper, but not during. Why do you think they? Do you think it's a statement? They're saying like, like we're going to make. But just they're still as, playing an ad. Well, it's right. just not in the middle. But do you think they're saying we're going to get just as much news not playing an ad as we're playing an ad? Or do you think it's because they're literally like it? It doesn't make us enough money. Yeah, I don't really know how much of a difference like Super Bowl ads make, but but maybe that's just speaking from me because they don't affect me. But like that's the same thing with like I don't know who watches blank show, but it's on because people watch. You it. Know well, what? I mean, there's definitely more eyes on the Super Bowl than almost, if not just literally. I think it's anything. Any other, I think yeah. that's the top. So I couldn't quite remember, but yeah. So then it makes sense, but at the same time, like I I'm not gonna not get coca-cola because i don't see their commercial i'm not gonna forget they exist like they might be at that point yeah, where it's uh, like if you like coke you like coke and if oh you wait. don't a commercial won't change your i know mind. will's about to come in here with an economics lesson oh, oh. I, no i was just gonna say i love diet coke i have at least oh. like three <laughs> a day that is and, not and what i expected, expected and i am supremely smart. disappointed no, as soon as as soon as this you said dumb, diet coke smart. i just diet i zoned coke out no one I said diet out. coke only coke <laughs> right but i just immediately what did you say that would have had to do with economics we well, were talking, talking about, about if, if the ads if are worth it money. once you're at the level of Coke or Pepsi. Well, that's what I was. I don't know. How would I? How would I know that? <laughs> well, we used to always say this stuff, and you'd be like, "Well, let me tell you why let Supreme is blah blah blah." But I feel like everyone realizes if they're putting out more money than they're raking in, it doesn't make sense. Basic economics. But do we know so they must. They, they must be making more, like it must show that it's or increasing. How much? But how much money could a company like Coke possibly put out in order to not be making? Uh, wait, the yeah, question they don't is: They have to put out so much to not make more okay. because they make so much. Now I have right. now I have something I can say oh God. economically. Okay. Why did we let him? Do if this? if Coke will put out an ad and they expect to see a bump in their sales because I'm sure they have pretty consistent. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> and if Coke doesn't see that, Augie, so what would it be like if they only saw like maybe one bump? <laughs> Ex- then they're going to be like, let's just put an ad in the beginning and not in the middle. But I don't. Don't you think Coke should hire me? Yeah. Well, no. You didn't say anything valuable. They already are doing it. You're just saying why they did it. I what? That's literally (laughs) everyone on every news channel ever. (laughs) Something happens and they just talk about what they think happened. That's that's us right now. Speaking of money, you keep cutting me off. I have. (laughs) Speaking of money, Chicago billionaire Ken Griffin just bought the most expensive U.S. home ever. Any guesses for how much he paid for it? Oh, um, I'm going to say... I hate people. I want money. 73 million. Dylan? 2 billion. 238 million. Oh, I was close. It was a... I was was closer than you. It's so close. It's a whole building in New York. Um, 
like like um oh my god can i let me um, let me let me look over. at the details um here see, it's like it's like for condos i'm but traveling to your mic right now like now you can hear me on augie's mic um sorry noah um <laughs> it's uh that's Wait, such a flex. there's no pictures this i can't tell I, that's his house I, uh, it's 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 one of these buildings. Wait, um, wait. Okay, so here, who I'll, needs I'll just... Who to live in a whole building? I'll describe it to you. Literally picture like the, the skyscrapers. Picture like the skyscrapers of New York, and then you just live in one of them, and it's your whole house. Okay, but like... Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I guess maybe if I had more money, my perspective would change. It's not even that I'm mad at it, like to each their own. I don't know if I would actually want to live in a house that big. Like, you don't... I feel like houses are very like... the The feel of it is de- determines if you like it or not. So I don't really need like a huge house. I feel like I'd get like lonely. You mean the difference between a house and a home? So this yes, guy's a exactly. um, hedge fund. Like, is that what it's called? Hedge fund, like billionaire guy. Anyways, he's super rich. Like, like he has he, money for having money. He makes money oh, yeah. just by putting yeah. money. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Once so, like, I invested. <laughs> once you invest. Would you guys it? buy? I forgot what I invested in though. All right. I have a, brilliant business idea cut me off if i've said this before invest in french rocks <laughs> invest in me you've said this uh, before and you I know it i know and Just i did Venmo me five dollars for one share of my life i bought how all much the shares would you of need life? to make um, this is a question to you guys. How much would you need to make to justify buying a 238? Like, at what point would you be like, okay? I don't think I like. Could I know ever you would never it. do it. I know you would never no, do no, it. No, 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 no. I mean, if I wanted it, like, I understand putting aside if I want to. Um, but like a billion? No, you I mean, maybe because that's guess, that's a quarter of your, your perspective whole. must change. Yeah, but I don't think I would ever be able to justify it for myself, even if I really wanted it. I would be like, that is so much money. Like, even put into like. A charity or something like, but for example, like if you have like twenty billion dollars, here's my question. Or if you're like the, I'd still be like, I can invest that money and make more. I can leave it to my family. I can build a new space program. Like there's more stuff than just making a building. I think if I had twenty billion dollars, I would not necessarily put like two hundred fifty million into one house, but I could easily justify spending all of that in housing across the world. With, True. Without Interesting. A doubt. Like I could get a house on Hawaii. I could put a house in Aspen. Like, no doubt, I, I would be happy to build houses. But this around. is a flex. I mean, I, guess I wouldn't buy that property just to live in it. I'm. I could see making it pay for itself, like buying a really nice thing like that, living in part of it, but then using the condos to like make more money or something. Yeah, I wonder if he'll do that. It would be smart because like there's no like, there's no use. There's yeah. no way. That you can use like, all those rooms. Like, why do you need all those rooms? You could like that's you could. like when you get to the point where you're giving like two rooms to each of your dogs. If he uses all of the rooms, <laughs> I'm gonna be really sus. Like about your his dog activities. gets like the third floor. So what he's gonna do is he's gonna tear down all of the floors and just make it one giant bedroom with a really high ceiling. That would actually be kind of cool. And a rock climbing wall from the bottom to the top. And then it'll fall. No harnesses. Sorry. Extreme rock climbing. New York, uh-huh. New York edition. No Billionaire top, edition. No topics to cut away to this time, Augie. Ooh. How does it feel? What if he's actually, like, what if he's going to make drugs did you guys in there hear about, and he bought the whole building to disguise it? Did you guys hear about the Brian Singer thing? Who's that? No. I don't, I don't want to talk about it for too long because I don't want to make it too dark, but basically Brian Singer, who's the director of, well, quote unquote director of Bohemian Rhapsody, who's like Uh-oh. Um, oh, no. known as a... Uh, Harvey Weinstein type. Yeah, you character. can look it up. Anyways, it was it was an unfortunate thing. So um, wait, it, oh, something came out. Yeah, because um, because because um, what do you mean, he, quote unquote director? Yeah, wait, what? well, because he was only there. He was there for like two thirds of the process, and then he was fired because he oh. he would not show up to set some days. He was a mess. So literally, all like stuff. Freddie Mercury. Mm. Uh yeah, towards the end in a way, and but but much worse uh, yeah. because some things just came out about um, potentially less talented. I would yeah, I would say probably <laughs> less talented yeah. than Freddie Mercury. But anyways, um, so a lot of uh, so for example, Glad, um, which is I'm not exactly sure what it stands for, but I know it's rep. It's like a uh thing for like LGBTQ um. It's like a foundation type thing company and they have glad awards and they rescinded the nomination for Bohemian Rhapsody oh. because of that, which I, I didn't. What did he do? I, I felt that's not fair. It at had all. to do that with like so his sexual life and like, you know, underage. People they should. They should. Re- I mean, in my opinion, 
rescind the one to him in particular if, yeah. there, if there was one. But so many people put so much money and time yeah, and work so into a movie. Yeah, so many people to make the movie like, like that. The and movie especially because he he's that. not yeah. even credited. Like, why? Really, like, now you're punishing everybody that's worked on the movie for one dick. Nothing against the Glad Awards, but I don't think anyone's like, oh, we didn't get nominated for that's Glad also true. Award. Yeah. Like, they still got nominated for Best Picture, which I think is a little ridiculous. The Best Picture. Oh, the best picture oh can field, we talk about the Oscar nominations? Absolutely. The we best, can talk about the Oscar The best picture field this year is weak. Okay. Black Panther is not a bad movie. We talked about, I think this, we talked about before this last that, week. Before yeah. they were nominated, though, right? I don't uh, think the nominations Yeah, the were nominations out. came out this week, yeah. I think. It's been nominated. Maybe. I don't know the exact number. It's been nominated for a lot of stuff that I feel it shouldn't have, not because it's bad, but because there was better stuff. And even if it's about diversity or spreading, like, yeah, I guess political diversity in people's minds and stuff like cu- cultural impact, I still think there was better stuff. Like, the, it's, it, it feels kind of ridiculous Let to me, me tell and you. like pandering. I don't think there was better stuff. And I think that's the issue. I feel issue. like it was a pretty lukewarm. No, but yeah. like, well, so. What we I did talk about this movie last week. Blind Spotting is a movie that would have been completely fine if it did not win anything because it was not very popular. It just not it was really good, but not many people saw it. Uh, but I do think movies like that definitely like the the nominations. Correct me if I'm wrong. I do not believe those are supposed to be based on like did a lot of people see them. That's well, the Academy saying this is a really good movie that you should let me watch tell you something. Let me tell you something. Um, for those of you who don't know, and I know you guys at least have an idea of it because we get we get screeners and stuff like that, which screeners are are um, DVDs that are sent out by the different um, production uh, companies and picture whatever whatever you call them, um, like Fox, Disney, things like that. They send them out in a for your consideration thing to get Oscar bids. Mm-hmm. Award shows are all political. Um, you just you need they spend millions of dollars trying to get things nominated. If you don't have those millions of dollars, you won't get nominated. Yep. So that's why a movie like Blind Spotting or Sorry to Bother You, eighth grade. Uh, um, yeah, eighth grade. And you know, I I kind of realized don't get those those uh, nods because it's really a lot yeah. about money. Which, and there's all these like dinners and banquets that mm-hmm. the actors and directors yeah. go to to talk with Oscar people. Which makes and, sense to me in that I see how it happens and how the Oscars. What then in that case would not have been like they wouldn't have nominated that, but that's not what the Oscars should be, in my opinion. It should be about the art of the movie, especially because they pretend like that is what it is, right? And I'm not saying it's a really hard change to make, which is why I just hope that something replaces the Oscars pretty damn soon because it shouldn't be about what movie can spend the most money. Like, that's it won't happen, I, sadly. I think part of it, super political and correct. Well, I think part of it, maybe some justification for the way they do it now is. You need a lot of, I mean, you don't need it, but you're going to have, I don't know how to put this. You're going to have a better movie if you have more money so that you can yeah. put into it. Yeah, but it's and, not about that. It's right, about the money right, after right, the okay. movie's made. But well, not always also, with the movie. Also, a popular yeah. movie being nominated for Best Picture makes sense to me because if so many people saw it but, and it had great reviews, probably was a good picture. But Blind Spotting was a really good movie. I'm just using this as the example. There's many more. Eighth grade where a lot of people saw it, but not. No, a not. Lot. I would say that with eighth grade, but not with blind spotting. No, that, this blind is, spotting but this was is my point. Tiny. This is my point: is that not many people saw it, but not because it was bad or anything, or even not. It was, in my opinion, better than many of the really big movies that were super popular this year. I mean, Venom was one of the most popular movies this year in terms of how much it grossed in ticket sales. So. My point is there's a lot of movies that just people don't know to go see or it's in select theaters and that's what something like the Oscars that's nominating the best films should be looking for. Like they should be bringing that to the attention of people so they can watch that and then decide maybe I will vote for this, maybe I won't. And And then they can still say Black Panther is better and and, that's their opinion. And I think that has happened before. For example, 12 Years a Slave was not a huge movie when it first came out. If I'm remembering correctly, I have no idea. Did they have the marketing budget? I, I don't I remember. Like that but was probably a pretty high budget. I think right, I, feel was, like I, saw, lead, I saw that. Wasn't that lead? And it Lee won. It, it won probably. best picture, yes. and it became a lot more popular. But after they, the fact. but they had money to market it, because I feel like I it remember, all comes down to money. It, always, I, does. I, yeah. Unfortunately, That's actually, though, on the bright side, kind of, um, I was listening to something on NPR because yep. it was in my mom's car. Uh, but I love NPR. I mean, it is interesting sometimes. But they were talking about. Um, 
they were talking about the Sundance Film Festival, which is has become almost it's a different thing than the Oscars completely, but it's become a little bit similar in that in past years it became more of a thing where it was celebrities would come and their indie movies would be in it. So it was just famous indie movies. But now they are doing a push, like a literal like specific push that is announced to try and get back to their roots as discovering like new filmmakers and like different voices in mm-hmm. film, which is just really cool because yeah. it feels like that's what they should be. That's yeah. their purpose. So they like specifically now are looking for films that are like new people that are yeah, not yeah. heard of yet. I mean, yeah, eighth grade per, uh, uh, premiered at Sundance. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, that uh, yeah, Sundance is more a place to like premiere your film, yes. and then uh, the Academy is like a place Oscars, to. But um, it's just cool that at confirm, least like, some I of guess. those big movie companies, in any way, are like doing that push because that's what I wish the Oscars would do. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, now to a new segment. What? Ooh. I know. It's the question of the pod. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. All right, so I, I just think it would be fun <laughs> to just like throw out a, like a, a little question and like and just like you know everyone tells their little. Man, um, this is gonna be so so fun. this this one is what, and then we can play around with like what kind of a question it is. But this was just something I would like to hear from you guys. So what was like your original dream job when you were a kid? Um, like the first one you can remember that you were like, oh yeah, I want to do that. Um, since maybe fourth grade. I've wanted to be a marine biologist. Mm. I don't know why. I liked boogie boarding. If you don't know what a marine, <laughs> if you don't know what a marine biologist is, marine ocean biologist, study of life in the ocean. Um, smart guy. I, you know, maybe our fans in Alaska <laughs> don't really know what, what a marine biologist is. Um, part of my issue was I didn't understand that marine biologists didn't just like go jump and swim with sharks and stuff. <laughs> I'm terrified of the ocean, by the way. Um, really big things. I've said this many a time maybe not on the podcast actually big things scare me like large airplanes scary cruise ships scary like i can go on a cruise ship but like when you get off and you're walking away and you see how big the cruise ship is scary i can't explain it so the idea of the ocean and the endless possibility beneath you scary but i want to study it until about eighth grade when when i wanted to become a chemical engineer uh-huh. huh. I, I can't relate directly to that fear of big things but i I completely understand it. And I am scared of like the ocean thing like that. I, I, I can empathize with that one. So I think I get where you're coming from. And I that. don't mean like, I don't mean things that are bigger than they should be. You know, like if you had an, no, yeah. what about like a basketball player? Does that scare no, you? Cause they're no, like no, bigger no. than like the average Like person? hard to comprehend big. Not, it's not so much that it's hard to comprehend. It's just like, I don't know. Like things have to be a certain size. Like for example, if you took something that's usually really small, like it's like an ant and blew it up to like human size, that wouldn't scare me. Oh, that well, scary. Scary. no, 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 no. Like, like, <laughs> like not a real ant, like like a sculpture, for example, okay. like an, an inanimate object. But if you took that ant and made it so big that it was like the size of a cruise ship, then it would scare me. Do not go to New York, so just sir. big things, but not buildings. Buildings don't scare me. I don't know. What about a two hundred thirty-eight million building? Oh well, you've said okay. So you've, you said be a, you've said a boat and you've said the ocean. Is it just like the ocean sharks? No, <laughs> is it just water? Will <laughs> maybe sharks cruise ship ocean? Is it the coast, oh. coast to coast, west coast to east coast, coast to coast, like head to head. Oh my god! And that brings us to head oh. to head. Um, Dylan, what about you? What was your dream job? What was the oh, um. Well, my first first when I was like two was I wanted to be an executive producer because that's just what my dad does. And I was like, oh, that's do the exact same thing. Mostly because I felt like he would his feelings would be hurt if I said I didn't. When I was two. And they would be. Yes. When I was two. When (laughs) I was two, I wanted to learn how to use the toilet. Keep going, Dylan. I guess I was just brighter. (laughs) Um, No, but then I wanted to be the author or an author of books. And I wrote a book that reads very much like a young kid trying to write a book that doesn't know how to write a book. What's it called? But I think it's called The Adventures of Polly and John. Oh, I've read it. Oh, yeah. I've read that book. Oh, yeah. It really, it starts out with a lot of inspiration and then it really gets to a point where you can tell that I like didn't really know what I was doing, but I was like, I'm going to finish. You know, I wrote comic books and sold them in third grade about Whoa. the adventures of a sock puppet. Oh, my gosh. I kind of did that with like the adventures of this little spiky guy. Yeah, not as clever as a sock puppet. 
He was a superhero sock puppet. Augie and I used to have storytelling. Oh. Tell- oh, that's actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, he would. He Wait, would put well, on- should we bring epic. that back for French phone? Yes. A story of a sock. Okay. If you're listening to this, don't. I TM, TM. <laughs> rewind, TM, C, R. Sock puppet. Yeah, TM. can't take it. Any If you ever put a sock on any part of your body, your feet included, sue. Million dollar lawsuit. Oh, wait. Are you suing me or no? Because I'm in the company. No, you're in the company. This is a French fox. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sick. Uh, what were you gonna? What were you saying, Dylan? Um, in we elementary school, yeah, Augie and I were. Our classes usually had like story time at the beginning, and everybody would like write down the oh, journal yeah. with, uh, in their journals like that. a story, and then it would became like an expanded universe thing where people's stories would like connect. Oh yeah, <laughs> the yeah. most ambitious crossover. Literally, <laughs> it would be like we'd all be writing separate stories, and then it, at the end we'd all plan out like as we we're going to class, like they're all gonna connect today. <laughs> it would be like. Everybody's side like of the of story of something that we'd all planned out was going to happen. Yeah, pretty amazing. Once I'm in class, we were doing these like book groups. Like I was in third grade or whatever, and we had to find three words that we didn't know before we read and ask about them. And I didn't know that like if you had an incomplete word at the end of a page, you put a dash and like complete it at the end. And there's it was like someone's name was Henrik H E N R I K, and it was H E N dash R I K. And I came to work and I was like. What's a or I came to school and I was like, Wait, what's I, a, I was about to say, what's a Rick? And they're like, I'm sorry, what are you talking about? I was like, page 500, what's a Rick? And they're like, that's Henrik. And I was like, oh, oh well. and that's how I learned the little dash thing means carry on. I wayward son. I don't really know what I like. As I was asking the question, I don't really know what I wanted to be before. Like, I wanted to like make movies. Well, it's a good thing nobody asked uh, you. Oh, no, but I think maybe I wanted to just be like a homemaker, like a housewife, but like a house husband, because I was I hated like to do anything. I didn't like to leave my house. You understand so, like, that stay at home mom and stay at home dad like do a lot. Yeah, like, they like, yeah, but like I just wanted to wanted be in my to. home. <laughs> okay, so you just peace. wanted to be to be unemployed. No, I never. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I didn't think I thought that far into it. Okay, so kind of like you are now. All right, now <laughs> it's time for the final segment of the French Fox podcast. Head. The Recommendation Railroad. <laughs> choo, choo, choo. <laughs> Locomotive. Train crossing. Do Will. not stand on the tracks. <laughs> Mind the gap. Those striped candy cane bar wood things are coming down. Have you ever seen that sign on the train tracks? All right, this podcast is over. Wow, this is this it, is. If okay. you just clicked out, I don't blame you. Okay, well they Clicked. can't hear us. Um, so recommendation railroad. Um, <laughs> how long did it take for you to come up with that, or was that in the moment? It it wasn't in the moment, but it came to me like one time I was thinking like recommendation, rah, 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 and I couldn't think of anything. And then like I feel like it was today. I was like recommendation railroad. <laughs> That's, that was such a good choo, story. Choo. Um, my recommendation for you audience members or people of the French Fox team, mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember if I recommended Game of Thrones yet. Yeah, I, did. I think last What's week. Actually. Okay, because I I, fi- I just finished it. It's awesome. Anyways, uh, I would recommend um, Barry. At least the first couple yeah. of episodes. Very funny. It's a it's a dark comedy on HBO where Bill Hader, uh, who is Barry, is an assassin who. Uh, somehow ends up falling in love with acting and it, it gets very interesting. Um, so I would check that out. It's a, it's, it's a really good pilot and then keep watching and see if you, uh, keep liking it. That is my recommendation. Uh, no, we're going to go to will. They, they just pointed at me, but I, I have to think, Oh man. Um, this segment happens every week guys. I know I never do anything different. Um, what show am I watching? Uh, podcast? You got a podcast pod- you're listening nah, to? I always listen to the same album? podcast. No, nah, uh, I don't listen to music. Uh, uh, thing you did? I, basketball uh, game? Uh, go to basketball uh, games? Uh, I recommend, uh, this is sponsored by Chipotle. I recommend you go to Chipotle. Chipotle is Get good. some great food. I love Chipotle. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, yeah, it could be a restaurant, yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah, it can be whatever I want. Be whatever you want. I'm upset that you were oh, that you oh, had to tell me that it could be a restaurant. No, I was just saying, like you know, to to spark Dylan's like no, Dylan. I, it could I, be like oh, make I a make a paper now. airplane. Oh, I got one. No, that would be stupid. Yeah, that would be stupid. stupid. Make a paper airplane. No, my real one is uh, on Netflix. I don't think I've talked about this one before. Oh no, I'll tell this you. Keeps happening. We're so far into this podcast. Um, <laughs> the bodyguard. 
Yeah, it's been recommended you by did. Ben. I think it you was re- Ben. Oh, well, ben it was Ben, it? then, Dylan, then Dylan can say it. No, oh, that's so stupid. I must have not been there, actually, because oh. I didn't know that anybody else even watched that show here. Yeah, Ben. It's really good. It starts, if you watch the trailer and stuff, it'll start, I wonder if Ben said the same thing. You, you'll think that it's like a CW type show. It's not. It's the most unpredictable show, I think. Uh, okay. A roast to CW. Okay. So Dylan's also recommendation is yes. don't watch CW. Okay. That's another if recommendation. If I can recommend something someone else has already recommended, then I recommend you watch Barry. You haven't seen uh, Barry, I no. recommend you go to Chipotle. I recommend yum, yum, yum. that you watch Game of Thrones. That's my third time saying it. It's <laughs> I also that good. recommend Game of Thrones. And Westworld. No. I've Just never kidding, yes. watched Westworld. You can still recommend it. And I nope. never will. Okay, I have a real oh, recommendation. I have a good one, actually. Guys, we've already Sorry given so you. many. No, this is a good one. This the, one's mine. The train, the train is coming into yeah. the station. <laughs> I recommend you spend some time with your family. <laughs> I already gave that one. Instead no! of spending, I actually have already. Instead given of that spending one. time with your family, my recommendation is Masterclass. It's actually really cool. It's a little bit expensive, but like, oh, it's I a have really that. Good deal. Yeah, which one do you have? I have like the pass. Oh damn, flex! Is that just well because the the, the it's a better deal. I wanted to see if I would actually watch it. Which one like, are you doing? Aaron Sorkin. Nice. You yeah, I was one? looking at that one, and I was watching Scorsese and. Oh yeah, that's probably my next one. Uh, Ron Howard. Is that just yeah. where you pay like ten dollars to learn something? It's Nine. a little more than that. So it's like, but yeah, you can pay ninety dollars by one class. Like I for ninety dollars, I bought forever. It's mine. The Aaron Sorkin screenwriting class where Genius. he gives assignments. It's like. 40 hours or something of him talking about like different parts of screenwriting and storytelling really really interesting and helpful um and then for 180 you can get just all, all every single and there's, it's not class. just film it's like there's so like much. gordon ramsay teaches cooking samuel jackson teaches rubbish uh, <laughs> yes uh yeah that is that is a cool website yeah all right i got one more recommendation oh my god Go like get us. Get out. The, the, follow the us. conductor is like, get out. <laughs> I have to go Smash home. that like button. No, I, that's the outro. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm recommending. Okay. Here's this outro that Will recommended. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, follow us at, at FrenchFoxProd. This podcast comes out every Thursday. Uh, check out Office Hours. We got a lot of fun stuff on our YouTube channel. We have uh, we upload the podcast on our YouTube channel. We also upload Office Hours. And we have a teaser trailer for Ooh. a film coming up. And there will be more trailers, and, and uh, soon we'll release that. So a lot of exciting stuff. Check out the YouTube. Check out the social media. And we subscribe to this the whole podcast. next Star Wars movie. Yeah. This has been Will. Goodbye, guys. Dylan. You took what I was going to do. I'm hungry. I'm Augie. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm Dad. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a good week. We'll see you next week, Thursday. uh, French Fox Podcast. If you're still listening, I love you. On Thursdays, I need coffee. No, cut that. No, cut that. Just end it on what I said. No.